Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for the Grand Final. Fifey joined by Teach. Hello. Dane. Who the hell's Dane? You are. No, Say not. hello. <laughs> Ant. Hello. Ant. Ant said hello. Because Dane said it when, yeah. yeah. Mm. Network nerd. Hey guys. And penal. Oh, it's the Grand Final and Hawthorne are there again. What a surprise. Goo. Oh, yeah. So, um, you're going to go um, two weeks in a row of losing a Grand Final. <laughs> the brown and yellow walking home with their heads. Can you imagine that? Those cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Two losses in a week. And um, Rioli comes irrelevant. off. Rioli comes off at three quarter time, and I see up his. What is this fucking second rate competition? We may as well be talking about the Neefel. Or the or the, or the Sandful. May, maybe North, the Swans will Island. lose two grand finals in a few weeks. Maybe they will, but let's go back before we look forward, and we'll start with what was probably almost the game of the year, and, geez, Port Port gave Hawthorne a scare. Yeah, well, the uh, we got screwed over by the umpires. Uh, 20, 20, <laughs> 20, oh, 20, shut the fuck up, maggot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Uh, no way. Shit, you got screwed by the umpires. 23 kicks right to 17 Port's way, so, you know, we, we got what screwed. What did the neutrals on the main up? board say? I think the neutrals on the main board were saying Port were robbed. <laughs> Right in front of them. Right in front of them. I don't care what you say. Those are the stats, and the stats say we got the moral victory as well as the actual victory, <laughs> so you can suck me. Three-point three, three scoreboard victory, three-point uh, moral victory on the freaky count. So I'm not take, going anywhere near your cock, penal. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> the last five minutes, the free kicks went against Port when all of the, the surge and all of the play was in their favour. So you count yourself lucky, mate. And there was, the one, Port there was one bad kick. There was one bad call against Port, and that was the holding the ball. That's like the only bad call that went against them late in the game. There were like five that went against us incorrectly. Uh, mm. The case in point was the Monfries-Gibson that one, the which, only the, one, which the AFL admitted was wrong, which actually kick-started their run. So if the umpires had done their job, then maybe Port wouldn't have even been within four goals in the first place. Maybe Port could have killed that game at quarter time if they kicked straight, though. Because Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Fucking yeah, but they did I know they did their own fault they didn't, so they should blame themselves and stop blaming Well, they didn't the get much players. help from the umpires early on, so... Do you reckon Rioli would have been the difference if he played? Yeah, Hawthorne would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's... Yeah, four four prelims in a row. It's uh, pretty sure it's uh, four prelims under a kick for Hawthorne. So, yeah, it's uh, we just know how absolutely. Chad Wingard did his best Rioli impersonation too, not turning up in the game until three quarter time. It was was an absolutely cracking game, though. I mean, very very exciting to watch as a neutral. And um, you know, I mean, yeah, we're we're whinging about the umpires, but 
Hawthorne don't control the umpires, so... Um, no, Geelong do. Well, yeah, but we're out, so... Uh, yeah. it, it, it was a very strange decision, I must admit, by Ken Hinckley to uh, give Chad Wingard the green vest and then not sub him on till three-quarter time. It's kind of like the reverse Rioli in the uh, VFL. I'll be honest, though. Why are Hawthorne's fans just so dispassionate? What do you mean? Well, I was at that game, and... Hawthorne outnumbered Hawthorne supporters just by looking at the colours in the crowd, outnumbered Port supporters easily by double, yet the Port supporters made that much more noise, it's because particularly Hawthorne with the Port chanting around the ground. Like, why can't they get loud in Whereas it's Port supporters in South Australia. It's Australia's because they're disappointed they had a home final and it wasn't And you'll Tassie. never tear them apart. It's always the same when there is a visiting team in town and they are surging, and um, they've they've all been out for dinner, and they've got a you know they've got a gut full of beer, and and, and they turn up, and it wasn't dinner. The the game was at four forty, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, they've all been very excited about it, and they all thought that they were some kind of a chance. Whereas Hawthorne was sitting there going, "Well, we've had the week off. We deserve to win the game. Just going to marry and, our way over the line." Which for the yeah, exactly right, Dan, and then. You know, it doesn't when it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. The visiting I, team goes bananas. I, I just I reckon it's more that the Hawthorne supporters just can't get themselves excited until there's goo to be chugged at the end. Oh, well, what do you reckon, Penal? Yeah, Hawthorne's no. going at it like wet spaghetti. Penal's waiting out for the happy ending. I, th- I think Fifey's theory might have some merit because I was fucking shitting my pants for the last five minutes there when Port got a run on, but then oh. by the time the final siren went, I was just all aboard the goo train. So <laughs> I think Fifey's got a point. No, but seriously, it actually, it no no joke, the Port supporters were fairly impressive. Could see them um, rolling up to the ground in this massively long stream across the bridge, which was, you know, they travelled. scarf wearing? Yeah, lots of it. Oh, yeah, the scarf wearing was, you know, very aggressive, you know. The Hawk supporters are definitely well prepared for the Cola fans bringing their aggressive scarves to town this week. Have any of you guys gone interstate for a final? Not to no. Adelaide. Not a final. No. Oh, well, I've been interstate for a couple of finals. And Did you go to gone... Sydney Geelong 2005? Did you catch <laughs> a train? I didn't catch a train, but I was there. <laughs> and we were going absolutely bananas. And then... Nick Davis. Then Nick fucking Davis happened. And um, you know, we just we just walked out thinking, you know, uh, how many people can we kill on the way to the, the <laughs> train station? Is that his son got on tonight or <laughs> to the train station? You said you didn't catch a train. <laughs> oh, that was a bad, bad night. But when, I mean, when you go into state for a final, you just you know, it's it's very, very exciting, and so. That's what happened with the port people. Yeah, no, one thing I will say, the only time I didn't hear them was when they were singing their Never Tear Us Apart before the siren because, i got to be honest, this actually shitted me because I wanted to hear them do it. But you couldn't hear it because there was some meaningless song being played at full volume, which shits people already that they play these songs in the lead-up to the bounce and they could have at least given them some silence to work with, but instead you couldn't hear a thing. Shouldn't they Why sing that they song sing that after a loss? Why? Wouldn't that make more sense? Well, they do it before a game. I don't think anyone stands given around to sing a, after Given a what happened loss. to the singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he had, a, had an asphyxie wank and died. You yes, know, so yes. why are you singing that song, really? I think that song's a bit broader than simply the way he died. No, I think that uh, song would be appropriate for a number of fucking other team, uh, other, other teams in the AFL, ones that like to uh, sort of... 
I don't want to exactly say... <laughs> Come on, this is a big boon-up. This is a big build-up, Boon. We'll get, get to the yeah, point. Yeah, this better be good. Blah, 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 Geelong, concerning you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was going the Geelong angle because they... <laughs> Oh, we cut you off the pass. <laughs> fuck off. Let's keep move on. Yeah. <laughs> what else did we have on that particular game? It was just a great game of football, and, and, and Hawthorne got through. And you know what? I think that um, the teams that play the toughest prelim actually go on to win the grand final. Oh, you sure? So, Doesn't 2012. Yeah, not always. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, um, I actually looked up the stats on this after the game. I think Hawthorne last year and Geelong in 2007 when they fell over the line against Collingwood are the only teams in the last 10 years to sort of boast that record, unfortunately. And Port in 2004, but both teams played close ones that year. Yeah, well, I'm sort of banking on that because I'm, uh, I'm, putting, uh, I'm putting my money on the Hawks. So I reckon, I reckon the Hawks are going to come out no, of... No their... turncoat this year? No turncoat? No, 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 no. No, I've got I've got no mate to barrack for Sydney. I've got a lot of mate to barrack for uh, Hawthorne, including uh, Penal, our um, our great flogcast friend. So I'm on the Hawks. Network knows just not here, is he? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still there, Network. Of course I'm here, man. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Of course for you. So, and, so what are your uh, thoughts on this game, Matrox? <laughs> I think that I think Teach here is, has not turncoated because he doesn't want to supply Demtel with any more memorabilia. Well, it doesn't matter because Teach is always going to change his tip at the end of the week. <laughs> so he's actually going for Sydney. Well, five minutes before the game, I can do it. They, they will never tear Geelong and Sydney apart in grand final week when they're playing Hawthorne. They're just chugging each other's goo. They're choking themselves and chugging each other's wank goo. It's funny you should say that because I was reading the um, Geelong board after the VFL grand final and they were chugging on that as well. <laughs> 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 they really get into Hawthorne and losing. <laughs> Anything else on that? Port were, Port were impressive in defeat and they look like they've arrived. They appear to be a team going forward, but Hawthorne are the team of at the moment, so mm, I got nothing else. Yeah, I think Port are a real chance to win the flag this uh, next year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, Port are a great probably, side. Probably, probably favourites, in my opinion, at this stage. Uh, big call. Yeah. They could let's not, let's not them, start but... the bandwagons before this season's over, okay? Yeah. You know what happens to the bandwagons? Well, speaking of bandwagons... The we ride, don't need to review this game. The ride is over. The bandwagon ride yeah, came to it's, a it's crashing dead. halt. No one sabotaged it, I don't think. Were you still on the bandwagon, Teach, in that game? Teach wasn't allowed you... on. You want, we oh, you weren't allowed on? What about whatever his um, rent-a-bomb bandwagon he was talking about? Were you still I on sat, that, Teach? I sat there, and I uh, and I watched it, and I thought, I've got to get off this rent-a-bomb, and I just jumped off the side. He put, he put the brick on the gas, and he just jumped out, and it went did. straight into I the lake. I jumped out, went straight into the lake, and everyone died. Did Lindsay Thomas and dive forward? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went probably a year early with North, but um, I reckon they're going to be... Uh, they're going to bring reckon... it back next year. They're going to play Port, are they, in the grand <laughs> that's final? His, that's his stick. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon North are going to go much better next year, but Jesus, that, that was a shit turnout, Dan. Oh, that was just was fucking terrible. woeful. And how? what about Petrie? Like, the p- predictor was on for the first half there until he went junk time. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, quite a game. Um, it was, he it was, was not a great game. He missed all. a lot of easy shots. He did. There, that game was alive for a while there, but Petrie couldn't put it through in a few. It hours. was alive for the first fifteen minutes, and then the damn wall just blew apart, and Sydney just uh, slaughtered us. I mean, their transition from the back line to the forward line was just superb, and yeah, Gary we didn't we didn't play aggressive. we didn't play with a loose man down back. So Franklin and Tippett just. Had a day out, and however, just, if, they did if, it too easily in the end. If Geelong had have beaten North, Geelong would have been beaten by more. One hundred and ten points, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, I mean, North North deserved to be. I mean, we we always thought that the the Port Hawthorne game was going to be the more closer affair. This yeah. one, I was the only one who tipped North, and that was more out of hope. Well, than anything that, else. that was that was dumb. You wanted the lol, yeah. Yeah, you're troll tipping. That's that's. I, no, I wanted I wanted the bandwagon to roll on because it's been a great ride and all that. And so like, um, North one. So are the North supposed to still um, bump in Griffey's Petrie predictor threat? Well, <laughs> threat. As, as, as ordinary as a game as he had, he, he did kick three goals and he's averaged three goals throughout the final series. So, and as lean of a year as he's had, he's just taken a massive shit on that thread because but he's you, just well, he's kicked multiple no goals. It. Yeah, but Jack Revolt kicked three goals against Port and that no one talks about that because they were all in junk time as well. It doesn't matter if you kick them when the game's over. Yeah, but he hasn't put that in his OP though about junk time goals or how you kick them. <laughs> True. So yeah. no no one bumped that thread in. Is that right? I don't know, man. I was, I, I never really pay attention. He, he just go, watches go. how often it's on the first page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never, yeah. I've never actually read it. <laughs> It'd be boring as shit. Sorry, Go Griff. Anything else on Lowell North? In Sydney, no shit game. It was a bit of a disappointing canter. result, but there you go. Well, I mean, Sydney. yeah, Sydney definitely look ominous, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, nah, Sydney got very a flag clean, in the bag, man. We've got the best two teams. We stuck stuck the boot into Petrie a bit, but he was still ten times better than fucking Linsky Thomas, who just uh, could not find his skis on Friday night. <laughs> but yeah, if we've got nothing else on that, no, let's move on. Nah, Sydney's gonna smash it. As good as they were on Friday, they won't play like that. Hawthorne won't let them play. No, they won't. They won't. I still think they're going to do it. win. Hawthorne are too well coached. We'll come to the grand final goo and tears. But, yeah, moving on, the Petrie predictor thread got mentioned. Now to another epic shitfight thread, which is 9,000 posts long on the West Coast board, and it's about the Bradbury Brownlow medalist. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. This is seriously like Vickery getting the Brownlow for Richmond or... No, Who's the whipping boy on the Hawks? Who's the whipping boy on the Hawks? Famous, but... The, yeah, is there, makers. Is there, I don't think there is a bigger or weirder shit the world's than coming the to an end. on the West Coast board. Like, literally, this one gets... When they talk about on the mods board volatile threads, they talk about hot topic board threads and cola threads and the Pritus thread as examples of volatiles. Well, in and the last couple of days, there's but... been half the reports that have been coming through from the West... <laughs> or all the reports coming through from the West Coast board are in any Pritus thread. <laughs> it's basically the haters going, he's still shit. The, <laughs> the happiest wa- man on the planet is Shane Mo Woden. Without a doubt. He is no longer the shittest Brownlow medalist <laughs> in the world. True. I, I think that's awfully harsh on Pritus, to be honest. I think there's a 50-50 chance between Prudis and Wood. I think Prudis is a more worthy winner than Judd in 2010 and Watson in 2012, so... 
Well, everyone's a more worthy winner than Watson, but um. Well, yeah, cool. So, what was uh, sorry, um, Penal? Uh, what what's um, Prudis's kicking efficiency? Yeah. Well, his disposal <laughs> efficiency is sixty-five percent. What's, what's, uh, what's his? What's his? What, how is he by foot though? So, out uh, of every two kicks, how many actually? Out of every two kicks, how many hits the target? Uh, assuming his disposal disposal efficiency holds true, it's about one point one point three, one point four. No, his, no, by foot, by foot. I don't have foot. those stats in front of me. Oh, you I'll do. Put them that Ant does. <laughs> he well, seems to even you. make a fucking eight. Fifty percent disposal efficiency by foot, yeah, and the guy can't even kick past thirty meters. So it's not like he's got a hard <laughs> kick. These little sideways chip passes that you see Brian Lake do, he misses. Listen, he's, he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, he seems like a great bloke. He does. Oh, he's got a lovely head of hair though, doesn't he? Just let your soul glow, so glow. <laughs> but let me put this to you. Five footballers who you would take in your side. Jordan Lewis, Jared Ruffhead, Joel Selwood, Gary Ablett, pretty soul glow. And you had to pick one five. or one you had to leave out? Who do you leave last? Oh. Fucking Selwood, easy. <laughs> oh, shut uh, up, bitch. I knew you'd say that, you fucking idiot. Uh, well, you gave him a fucking out, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did that on purpose. Uh, he gets half his disposals from free kicks, so they don't oh, count. Oh, yeah, but he's still, he's still able, one and two, you can still kick it past the man on the mark. Shut up, bitch, or I'll change my tip from your fucking team. And I want yeah, you to fucking die on the pole. Die <laughs> on the pole. Pritis, Pritis Pritis has overall, overall disposal effectiveness for Prudis is 65%, which is better than Wingard, Kennedy, Cochin, all these so other players. So he handballs a lot to make up for the fact he can't yeah. kick. So he's got oh, a 15% go difference based on his handballs. Statistically, a greater, a greater proportion of Prudis' disposals reach their target than most other players. Statistically, the greatest percentage of his, of his disposals go five metres. Yes, so he's probably up there with Guthrie for the Crab Award. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And he's no got the fucking brown loads. Jesus, what a lot of shit. Hey, maybe there's hope for Geelong's concerning youth. Um... <laughs> maybe his hands are covered in that Slogo stuff, and that's why his disposal efficiency is a bit down. Yeah, probably. But have we got anything else on this? What about the blue carpet at the Brownlow? Oh, I don't watch that. Yeah, okay, I didn't watch the Brownlow either. You didn't catch uh, Gabby Greco? Oh, jeez. Hey, yeah, there, I saw that. Of, there are a lot of women who needed a good feed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Well, Boomer's missus doesn't uh, fall the category. I'll tell yeah, you what, though. Yeah, Blue Codger's missus gave um, Boomer's what about, uh, a run. What about Mrs. Judd? Jesus Christ. Yeah, she looked like she was... Oh, she looked like she was a skeletal. Go eat something. Yeah, uh, she she looked pretty hungry, so Teach went up to her and offered up his marzipan log to feast on. <laughs> <laughs> she knocked me back, though. But, yeah, Penal's been on the Pritis wagon for most of the year. He mentioned it before, and he melted when everyone told him to shut the fuck up. So, come on, have your goo. Uh, let's just say I was, I was right about Pritis, and it's good to see him get the recognition from the umpires. Umpires? <laughs> yeah, the umpires. Yep, so... Did he, get, did, he get recognition, did he get recognition in the um, All-Australian? I can't remember. No, nah, he, he missed nah, out, he, but First one since Shane Woden. Hopefully now the general public will sit up and take notice of what I've been saying for a while, and uh, clearly my man, Matt Stevick, has been on board with me on the Pritis wagon. And look, all I can say is 
this is just the most amazing troll from the umpires. They've done it a few times this year with the Geelong games, and they've done it in the past with St Kilda, but now they've given Pritis a Brownlow, and that thread on the West Coast board will deliver right up to the day he retires. Or I'd be delivering afterwards as well, because it, yeah. the whole it, worst Brownlow medalist ever type stuff, you know. It would have been even better if he hadn't got those two votes in the last round, because that way he would have finished below Fife in the votes count. And that would have been, yeah, that's just the West Coast, West Coast, um, Fremantle dimension to it well, as well. There was a bit of talk about a conspiracy there. I'm not sure if you guys read it. I'm not sure what thread I've it was. Seen, I've seen that. Yeah, I saw. I saw that yeah. clip from our friend Zan Man. Yeah. I was a smiling Buddha. Where's the uh, X Files music? <laughs> X, X, X Zan Man. X X Files. We're through the looking glass here, folks. <laughs> I was putting the rubbish in my bins not long after the telecast, and I he could hear a guy down my street yelling out, "Who the hell is Matt Prittis?" <laughs> <laughs> He must have been I, looking at it. He must have been looking at his phone, just finding out who had won or something. And he's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And that's my bin note as well. I the other guy down the street kicked his bin but missed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon anyone actually put money on Matt Prittis to win I, at thirty I, to one? No. I did for the top five because I thought he had a sneaky chance of pulling. Well, he's a proven vote getter, but I don't think anyone actually said he'd, he'd ever win, win one. What about you, Penal? Did you put your money where your mouth is? Oh, I had a sneaky 50 on Jordan Lewis at 100 to 1. And I also had 10 on Prittis at 17 to 1. So I think overall I made money. I must state I'm absolutely fuming about this because I was informed by a certain um, gambling... What would we call him? Um, maestro gambling... Softish fingers. Messiah. Duritz. Known as Duritz. That oh, Joel Selwood was a fucking certainty at two dollars. Fucking listen to jury take your peril. <laughs> Jesus. He said Yeah, we have to get his creditor out again, you know, when, Yeah, like, when, when and when I've I said two dollars fifty is not paying very well, he goes what else would you say to doubling your money? <laughs> So, Juritz, you were fucking wrong, and I hope the creditor, Juritz's creditor, comes after him. Because... Stevie Johnson took all of Selwood's votes. He did. And he had a shit year. That's crap. Yeah, fucking Juritz, though. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, Selwood's well, listen to him at your peril. Yeah, yeah so I, I think I made about $120 profit in the end, even though the Lewis bet didn't come through. Are you going to split it with us? That, that'll that pay for, like, two beers on Saturday. Hell no, he's gone all Boomer Harvey and gone, yeah. I'll take the car. The other thing I will note is that, yeah, Prittis missed the All-Australian team. And I think when we look at that All-Australian team back, if you're going to slot the Brownlow medalist in, I think... Was he even in the squad? He was in the squad. He He missed out. There was meltdowns on the Eagles board about that and people saying, no, he didn't deserve to be in there. But, (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing is that, well... Guess who else was named on the bench? And it's Hadouken's pal, um, the ineffective Rockcliffe. So clearly, that's he's the one who. That's Pritis's moral spot is Rockcliffe's spot. I think we can. Yeah. Do we? Do we think that? No. I, I, if if I were to take anyone out for him, it'd probably be Ballantyne. No, um, you can't take a forward pocket forward player pocket. out for no, a guy you, who can't kick. No, you put um you put um Luke Bruce to forward pocket because he got in on the half forward flank and then slot Pritis in on the half forward flank because I think that's half where forward it flank. Best. His best work, a la Dane Swan, a couple of years ago, getting in on the half-forward flank. Oh, the same thing. If Prittis is not in the middle of the ground, getting no. under the packs, he's no, fucking useless. No wonder 50% this, disposal efficiency no by foot. No wonder this All-Australian right, it, it, would not beat Hawthorne. It, if, you, if, you t- if you take Ballantyne out for Prittis, it would add another fucking West Coast Frio shit fight dimension to it. So that, that's why I'd suggest that. Okay. 
Speaking and, of Dane, oh sorry. Speaking of Dane Swan, anyone hear that uh, he got a tattoo of Sam Newman on his ass? Anyone hear that? What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it, I think it was on news.com.au. He got a tattoo of Sam Newman on his ass, like yesterday. Or something. Is there it, any space on his body for a tattoo? tattoo. It, it was some bet he made when he was on the footy show, I think. And he, <laughs> at least Dane Swan isn't a world try, yes. Well, it's it, not remotely. It's true. Like it's like how Penal got his um, tattoo of um, Struggler on his ass. <laughs> 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 Anything else on the brown note or Dane Swan or... How did we think Gil went for the first time? He got through the votes pretty quickly, didn't he, Motor yeah. He um, pronounced the names well, so I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. He did a little I bit did... better than his brother having his Mr. Aaron moment up the front. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, he did so. make any mistakes, so that, that worked out all right. And the other thing that has been noted, HodgePodge noted this, hi, hi HodgePodge, that Adam Goods didn't win the community, the Jim Steins Award, didn't even get nominated. Oh, Two years in a row, he's not been nominated. What a shame. That's right. So what a shit bloke he is. <laughs> so who won who won the um other good guy award? Uh Bo Waters as um yes, Tom did. Hartley called yes. him because what's Tom his Hartley kicking had two disposal words to like say and get it right. <laughs> what's what's Bo Waters kicking disposal? I bet you it's not as good as Pritis because fifty uh. percent isn't that bad, you know. It's like it's like what Meatloaf said. I know that the song is two out of three ain't bad. Well if you're an inside mid and you're kicking one out of two ain't bad because it's still better than, like, Kennedy and Cochin and stuff like that. And before we move on to the talking points, it's been a few weeks since Teach did the report cards. So, Teach, as you did after the eight was decided, we got six report cards for you to hand out. So, the teams that have finished their seasons, you're going to report on their season, give them a grade, a letter grade of A to F. Okay, so Teach's report card for the sides that finished the finals but played them. So, Richmond... I'm going to give Richmond a B plus because they came home with a wet sail. And Except for that last game, you know. Oh, well, you know, they got there. Mm. They absolutely got there after a shit start to the, to the year. And they're going to be better next year. I can see that for Richmond. Just one thing on Richmond. Um, Go on. Do you reckon um, Harbick is a good coach? Tough call. Uh, 50-50. Not, not going to call that. He's not going to end up like Sanders. He might end up like He Sanders. might end up. They'll extend his contract. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't make the finals next year, he's fucked. Essendon, D. Um, drug Deep fuck. Drugs. He just, <laughs> didn't deserve to get there anyway. And um, they're going to be fucked next year when when Hurd takes over and Bomber's gone. Oh, so they're going to go from a D to drugs for drugs for an F to fuck. D, D for drugs, <laughs> yes. Geelong, D. Um, but D, yeah. you rated that. You oh, rated them this year. Fair. That's oh, even worse than C for concern. I reckon that's that's a bit harsh there, Teach, because you rated your team to finish about twelfth this year. I did. They finished. They went beyond your expectations. Yet they're still going to D. Getting carried away with the yeah, but they won all of those close games. They won every single one of the close games. You mean the umpires got them over the line? Yeah, the umpires. You conceding the umpires. So basically, um, so yes, basically saying Geelong won games, but they lost them when it mattered. Uh, yes, exactly. So you gave Geelong like a D for that, and then you gave Richmond a B plus for doing the same thing. No, 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 no. But Richmond came from nowhere to actually finish in the finals. We technically did win nine games that mattered. Yes, you did. They, they won nine elimination finals in a row. This is my Until report card. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> nine moral. Elimination finals. And you, so, you the magic uh, number nine. D, D mm. for Geelong. Um, probably should have finished lower than they did. Frio. Frio. Oh, C. Just fucking middle of the road. Unwatchable as yeah, well. Yeah, 
went nowhere, did nothing, should have got better, but didn't. A bit generous. And, I'd give them an F for fail. Like, they should have delivered a premiership this year, in all honesty. Their window's shut now. Yeah, but they made the but finals, at line, least. Though. So, you know, give them that much. Straight sets, though. Port. Port V+. plus. What's the same as Richmond? Port were just about there, and... Um, they just didn't quite get over the line because of um, things. What's the curve on this? Is anyone ever going to crack an A? No. North, probably. <laughs> well, whoever wins a fucking premiership is going to crack an A. But Port B+, plus, really, really good season. They're going to be right up there and doing it next year. On, on par with Richmond. Well done. <laughs> well done, Port. <laughs> North B+. Plus. Oh, come on. Yeah, you fucked it up too many times. <laughs> You just couldn't play a game out, you know, for a full uh, for a full amount of time. So unfortunately, you just lost too many games that you should have won. But there you go. So there's the mark. And why would you expect any any less? I mean, these are sides that haven't made the grand final. So, but you've given Richmond a B plus, and you've given the two preliminary finalists a B plus. You gave fucking West Coast a B plus. Come on, come on. Teach. How are we supposed to take this seriously if you're just being... I didn't give a West Coast a B plus. You did. I think you, you did. did, man. No, no, I'm going back on that. Fucking do. <laughs> ah, B for Brownlow, man. <laughs> this is the thing. You, you can have an A year without winning the premiership. I think Port had an A year. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. What about a grand final loss? What does that get you a B plus? <laughs> uh, maybe an A minus. We'll see how we go next week. The teacher's a harsh marker. <laughs> but if anyone goes after Gary Ablett, I'm going to fucking come after you. <laughs> <laughs> Stick you in a barrel, run over you with a bandwagon. <laughs> Don't everyone go after Gary. Anyway, let's move on to, well, Judgment Day was Friday. Essendon got bitch slapped. Oh, oh, yeah. Stephen Dank was there to hear it all. It was just, they got costs awarded against him, and, well, the Messiah wasn't happy. Yeah, well, I mean, happy either. Yeah, yeah, didn't go down well. Go on, network, sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, the Essendon folk weren't, uh, weren't too happy either, but. Uh... But this is the best result they could have had. It's the troll. Is that troll going on in the background? Yes. <laughs> it it was hilarious and then as soon as just hours after that comes down Ryder says yeah fuck you I'm out <laughs> and yeah and, we, and he, he looks like he might end up at port yeah oh, but they're going to have to give he... up all the wines for him if you read the Essendon board oh. yeah all wines plus the first round pick yeah no, no, Ollie Wines, a top five, top five pick, or Ollie Wines, I think. They're, they're, oh. they're, so, um, yeah. Oh, that's reasonable. That's because, guys, 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 it's totally unethical if um, Ryder pulls his contract and says, I'm walking. It's yeah. just not fair. No, that's not. No. Not the fair. club are allowed to fuck him over, but he's not allowed to walk. No, it's not no, fair. That, yeah. Well, um, he is, no. but he's he's actually doing the, he's doing a nice thing. He's saying that he wants to get the club a pick. In has return. he said that? Yeah, yeah, he has. That's what he said today. He wants to get the a club, the club a pick back. Yeah, so, but um, a pick back. But if he nominates a club, it's it doesn't necessarily have to be a decent pick. Cause yeah, it, no, no, no. It could be any pick. It could be, you know. Hey, Essendon, second round. You want Sean Makers, you can have him. <laughs> Do you want Ryder though to play in front of Stegler? Oh, no, I mean, we wouldn't be in the running for Ryder. Carlisle, Stick a maybe. bag of pharmaceuticals into Sean Makers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryder. I, think my, 
I think Ryder will end up at Sydney because they've got no salary cap and they can afford him. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I think, did Network Nerd mention it before? Yeah, um, there's an article on the AFL site where Mike Pike, he, he just signed a contract extension, but they were clearly, there's a bit of cola pressure up there saying cola threw a big spanner in the works. So it was quite an interesting read because I didn't think Pike would be on that much, but even they're, they're struggling to get him in. So, yeah, very interesting it's, time um, to head. So the, the fact that they're losing Kohler or they've used yeah, all their so Kohler up on Cupid and Buddy? Yeah, back yeah, to actually be given no to players that need his, it instead of the... No Kohler in his new contract. So And then he's like, oh, shit, I'm getting left. What am I going to do? You'd have, yeah, to move so, off from, you'd have to move from the North Shore. Oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, and the players have said no deal, apparently, to um, Asada, so... Fools. Yes. Balls. The longer they delay this, if they took the six months now, they won't miss any football. But the if they hole's getting deeper. Get out while you still can. I, I think, yeah, they are going to miss at least a year, probably two, because like, the club keeps trying to delay everything. We've heard from Robert that the club are probably going to appeal the judge's verdict, which is fucking stupid because the judge left like no avenue open for appeal because of how emphatic he was. But Milton's corrupt. Like didn't you read the? Didn't you read the whole? The Mil- yeah, he's he's corrupt, and they're going to sue him, and they're going to sue the Supreme Court, and someone's going to kill him. Yes. <laughs> because like um, what are the guys on? said? That, what did he say? Like Justin Middleton better better sleep, <laughs> sleep one with eye an open. eye open. <laughs> Justin Middleman. Sorry, Kate, but this is my new favourite Middleton now. Was well, it Essendon turned into Carlton and uh, and become a, a bunch of uh, mafia thugs? Well, the, it's, they're just serving the leader. The Essendon mm. board is one giant hive mind at the moment. They're just well, no. The rumour is it's not half of them. Well, gone and no. I think it's about ninety percent uh, that are just this one voice of must worship heard. And then anyone who dares to speak up against Herd and say, I want Herd gone, they get turned on by their supporters and the supporters will scream them down. It happened yeah. to Big Jody during the week. Yeah, he yes. said, yeah, I wasn't a but fan really... of what Herd did and he got yelled at and shouted down by his own supporters. And you know a board and you know a group of people is in a complete disarray and fucking man with no name of all people is the voice of reason for them <laughs> but really how fucked are Essendon I mean they've got one side of the fence they've got an absolute bully in um, Little and the other side they've got this narcissist who's out for himself I mean they got no it's, hope that's the thing and Herd, Herd's not going away so he's actually he's dragging the club down with him and yet they, they're letting him do it and they're loving that he's doing it it's just it's absurd mm, it's really Jigal, absurd but speaking of <laughs> speaking of Ryder getting the fuck out of Essendon, Goodwin's got the hell out of Essendon, but unfortunately all he could get was Melbourne. But it's not unfortunate the dumb bastard actually turned down the the Adelaide job. He got offered he got offered it and he said, "No, nah, I've committed to Melbourne." Yeah, but isn't Adelaide another poison chalice? It is a bit. I, th- I think he just doesn't want to live there. Well, yeah, Prosciutto's yeah, pulling the strings over there. And... I mean, how, how surprised are we? I, I, was, I was completely surprised that Sanderson got booted. Yeah, what, Sanderson have the best winning percentage of any Adelaide coach ever or something like that? That is yes. true. And that's yes. 56%, which is weird because that says they're not... I haven't been all that successful aside from two of the biggest Bradbury flags. Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's madness. Oh, I thought it was absolute madness. But the supporters on Five AA going all right in front of me on the calling in—that was that was hilarious because they're they're not happy over in Adelaide. Well, this is all Port Adelaide's fault. They've mm. done they've done this. Yeah. Their sudden rise to success has put Adelaide on the back foot. They've become the second team in in Adelaide, and they felt the need now to. Well, to wasn't act. it? A, 
It was a player revolt, though. The players didn't um, went to the boards. The you know the leadership group of the players. I went leadership group. You got fucking Tex Walker. Don't like him. He made me trade. <laughs> yeah, he can't. The, he co- don't. the board have listened to the fucking players. Yeah, Sendo don't. He don't like my haircut. You know, like, <laughs> you know. So I he don't really like hair. him that much. He dropped me because I had a beer at a sample game. <laughs> Yeah, Dangerfield's a cunt. Yes, Because <laughs> 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 no, no one's going to get the, uh, the job next year. He told us we had a 19th man, but we only had 18 on the field. <laughs> oh, well, there's, there's going to be no shortage of people who are going to put their hand up for a... I can uh, count the 20. Five <laughs> fingers. <laughs> There's going to be no shortage of people who put their hand up for a senior, senior coaching job, but Jesus. Westfold. You're not going to get why, it unless you're South Australian. Would you you wouldn't it? take it unless you were South Australian, surely, because everyone knows you get double the time if you're South Australian over there with the Crows. Uh, yeah. Well, you might as well apply for the job, Teach. Oh, well, I could do just as well. I mean, I, I could take a three-year contract and I'd, I'd fuck it up after a year and then, then and take a two-year payout afterwards. Oh, one thing, um, yes. I was here for a joke anywhere. Adelaide are dumb fucks for extending his contract and then getting rid of him. That's just yeah. Melbourne-esque, isn't it? That that's, was like, that's, like Ess- that's like Essendon and mm. Knights. And once again, the favourite son's done the knifing. Who, Rusciuto, wasn't it? Rusciuto was, yeah, three months after Rusciuto came on board and he's gone. I reckon um, Nathan Bassett's probably favourite to take the job, one of their own. Yeah, that might that might happen. Rusciuto struggles to put a sentence together. <laughs> I, I don't think it's he struggles to put a sentence together. It's just that he's got the weirdest voice of all time. He sounds he does, like yes, no he does, idea. yes, exactly. He like he sounds like he's got no idea, but unlike Texie, I think he actually does. It's just, ah, so he's it a bit like Kernahan. No sounds like a retard, but he actually has a brain. <laughs> That's a pretty good way of saying it. Yeah. Anything else on Sanderson? Yeah. Uh, as um, Keith said, I was surprised as well because I was like, I thought mm. he was doing. I mean, they weren't doing great, but they were still building. Well, they they were game outside the eight. I mean, that some some smart recruiting of some mature players like um, Eddie Betts and J Pod. Yeah. Oh, anyway, fucking South Australians. Back to Melbourne, but yeah, Goodwin had to take the job. He's going to take over from Roos, but he's not getting a priority pick. The AFL so get fucked. So do you reckon they will get the priority pick? Sorry, they didn't finish last. So why why should they get one? They shouldn't be on the They're greedy little cunts. It's like every time they every time they fuck up. Please, sir, I want some more. It's the it's the the AFL. This is a compassionate decision from the AFL, despite how it looks, because Ant hinted at this the other week. Dooming another top five draft pick to a career at Melbourne at the moment is just not, that's just not fair. It's career suicide. Yeah, they need Ruse to do yeah, a bit more work there before they start tumpassing players. I mean, <laughs> Ruse is if... Said it, is that going to be a term now, tumpassing players? <laughs> it can be, I don't know. Um, I mean, you could either say they've been scullied or freaking trengroved or... Does anyone think they deserved one around here? No. Oh, fuck no. No. No, no, no. We know, we know the... Penal's thoughts. He thinks they should merge with Hawthorne, but... Um... <laughs> I think they should fold altogether. But, uh, but didn't they... I no, mean, they were down in... Fitzroy. When did they first go down? Was it 2007? Um, 2006? Yeah, I think so. 2007 or 8. Yeah. I mean, there's teams have gone up and down again in that life cycle. <laughs> I mean, and um, they're still... With three number one picks. I mean, the Bulldogs have gone up and down in that in that that time period as well. We didn't go all the way to the bottom, but we've gone you know up and down the ladder. Didn't I mean, go all the way to the fucking top either. <laughs> you went to a really... <laughs> no, they oh, wanted to be a flag. So get fucked. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you're fucked. You're getting a bit fucking angry there. Yeah, Can that, we... that up and down is a real bad. Anyway, what the whole point was, not so much success, but, you know, they've rebuilt a team and gone down again and s- slowly rebuilding again. They've gone past Melbourne. So it's just like, what the fuck are Melbourne doing? Well, yeah, and, and they don't know one it. way of being a parasite. You just keep putting your hand out like the bum on the string going, please, sir, spare any change. It is. I mean, it is It is that whole old saying, like, you can, um, you know, give the man some fish or you can teach him how to fish. Melbourne, you need to learn how to fucking fish. <laughs> If this happens in fucking Sydney or Gold Coast or someone or GWS maybe in five years, that happens to a team in a non-footy, uh, non-footy heartland, they would have had ten priority picks by now. Is but I think that's something. So that, you're defending them now? I'm not defending. No, no, def- no. He's saying that teams the, that the come from the, the non-heartland of football would have would have got these these picks but melbourne is from the heartland i know i know what he's saying but it sounds like he's vaguely sympathizing with melbourne's plight yeah, and also melbourne's... afl manage those teams too closely to allow fuck-ups yeah. like cameron swab anywhere near them <laughs> well that's very that's true fair. because that's, they sent they sent swab to point. brisbane and they um sent one of their own to the giants too so that is absolutely true Good no, they're, they're making okay. sure those teams are orchestrated, and Sydney have got too good of a culture for that to fall over. So, Sydney's culture died <laughs> 30 years ago. Cola. Or 30 years ago. It's that was cola, South Melbourne, man. The cola culture. Oh, we'll talk um, about that later when we come to the yes, grand Yes, but we, we did hint at the VFL grand final, and, well, the Bulldogs have finally won a flag, albeit... Yay! Uh, did, I, yeah, come on, I, I went on teach last week and said they were going to kick their fucking heads in, and they did. With a little bit of help from um, standby uh, Cyril. Uh, Cyril, Cyril was great out there. Every time he went yeah, near the ball, probably about six times, 20,000 people booed him. That was awesome. <laughs> and also a mass amount of help from our latest inductee into the Bay 13 Hall of Fame, the great Ryan Clangermakers. I believe he had eight goals kicked on him for the game. Um, Red How many in last out, quarter alone? Uh, was there four? Well, <laughs> Liam Jones just what went... Do you, what do you call a Leon Davis medalist in the VFL Grand Final? I don't know. Uh, the Cirioli? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to well, be think, Ryan Schoenmakers. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, maybe we call it the forward. Ryan Schoenmakers Metal. I reckon um, there was a tie between you know Shaw Makers and Rioli for the worst players on on the field. Well, it's 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 it depends on your philosophy really because Rioli did the Leon Davis and went missing and did nothing, whereas Clanger Makers did the Hayden Ballantyne and actively contributed to the loss <laughs> in his spudness. So you know it's really depends on your outlook there. But yeah, I I didn't watch this game so I can only go on what I've been told. But apparently he was shit out. And if you're letting Liam Jones kick. Five four goals on you in a quarter. That's that's not good. That's never good. Well, I mean the, the Bulldogs. Uh, they're, Lynn Joel, what a gun! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played a great game. But I watched their last two games, and um, I thought that they were going to win for sure. And um, they just uh, they just had so much run and carry. And um, you know, you knew that when it was close at three quarter time that they act they were going to win. And um, you, you guys have been a bit hard on uh, the old um, clanging makers. <laughs> Come on, penal network nerds, send him straight. Come on. Well, no, uh, you, no arguments from here. He, I've done a one eighty. He's his time at Hawthorne is limited. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, for um, Hawthorne's future, number 41 could take a grab up in their forward line. I mean, it was Sicily. Yeah, he was a one-grab player, and he had he had a decent backman on him in um you know t- in Talia. So uh, he actually he he was a, the Hawks player who looked like a good good per- player for the future, unlike Sean Makers and Rioli, who are part of your past. So no 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 chance of Clangers replacing Spanger this week. I wouldn't no. have thought so. I Shouldn't. Spangle will definitely get a gig against Clangers. Oh uh, no, your grand final team doesn't you, you'll. You will definitely lose the game if you bring one of those um, players in from Box Hill. Yep, because none of them deserve a none of them deserve a promotion. But Rioli sat on the bench whilst Isles ran yeah, around. I think with the I think Spanger deserves a gig. Yeah, but he played. He's in the team. Yeah, McAvoy oh. is the only one. McAvoy for Segler, possibly. But... Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, sick boy. Sorry, no, wounded, I, 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 hawk. I think. Uh, I think. McAvoy will go in. Uh, I don't know. It might work, might not. I think that's more a defensive well, move to sort of send McAvoy down back, plug the hole. Because Segler offers yeah, well, more up forward, but McAvoy probably better. Really? Yeah, yeah. Segler offers more up forward. Because all, all but, McAvoy um, has is he's round the ground because he can't t- tap rock for shit. Uh, McAvoy is a good sort of kick behind the play, Ruckman, and sort of bailout kick down the line. He's a big body. And you need that in a grand final when you at contested ball the whole game. So I reckon he'll be in. Anyway, we'll move on from that too. Well, the recruit got announced last week. The, in my opinion, the standout from the beginning one. He chose Port Adelaide. Uh, Koshi made a speech, and Geelong also picked one of the, the Irish guy as well. Concerning uh, youth, you had to, you had to go to the recruit. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yes, of course, as panel has pointed out all year, we've got this concerning youth and, you know, we've got this, um, you know... Winner didn't want you, though. No, but you did have a deficiency in the ruck, though, so I think that's actually a pretty good move. He, although, this guy this guy got marked down on the show for being too fat, so maybe he's just there to make Hawkins feel better about himself. Yeah, but the winner went to Port Adelaide. I mean, why would he go? We choose as, to go there, I mean... As a mid-sized forward type, he's got to beat out Wingard and Gray or somehow find South a spot Australia, alongside. Yeah, what a douche! He should have come to Geelong, but um, but we've got the Irish guy, so that's that's good enough. So maybe that's going to improve our um, concerning youth. So yeah, two of them are going to clubs. That said, there could be a whole lot more once Essendon get raided because they're going to have to find (laughs) a somewhere. (laughs) Maybe they get recruit part two. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, one of the challenges can be instead of hot coals, they're going to have a whole bunch of syringes or something in a pit. You got to walk across. Well, it. They're, they're going to have the test where you have to pass the consent form test where you don't sign it. Did you think that guy was going to win? I did. I did from there. Yeah, from the very beginning, he was the standout. He yeah. actually might, if he hadn't chosen Port Adelaide, he might have played some serious game time at the expansion clubs who also wanted him. I reckon he'll get game time. I reckon he's pretty good. He, I, I think so too, but Port's going to be a tough team to break into next year. Yep. Yeah, he'll do well at the Magpies. True. <laughs> Another thing that came up this week is Brad, Brad Scott was talking about his co- former coach, Lee Fall, um, had a rule of no sex in January so that players didn't miss finals. What? what? January? Yeah, but that's nine months. Uh, oh, oh, your maths. And so what, what did he... What? How did he uh, dissuade them from having sex? Did he say, like, when you're, if, when you're feeling hot, are you just pitching me hanging the piss with my pants around my ankles? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think he said just to use protection in January. But... Oh, is that what he said? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, don't have like that, yeah. Or just go up the bum or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the they maybe they're just supposed to have a wink. <laughs> That's Hawthorne as well, the old gooin. <laughs> Soggy sayer. <sighs> is this serious? No sex in January. Yeah, no. that is, that well, is, that is, well, that is well, what he, told them. So you didn't want basically them to have a baby come finals time, is that it? Come finals time, yes. Oh, okay, right. So not only has he revolutionised diving and sniping, but, you know, he revolutionised finals preparation. Yeah, birth control. Or mm. falcon punch. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's called donkey punch. Let's move on from that. Yeah, um, very real, far away from that. <laughs> real quick, thread thread of the week. I think there's two options here. There's the Trollalalalo from Mugak, and there's the Mofra bottom fifty has just begun, which has started roar, um, rippingly. But it's not the same without the visuals, though, is it? No, it's not. Without the without the cheesy fucking grin. Pretty funny though. Do do we have any other noms? No, no other uh, nominations. There's a few shit fight threads, but none are really standing out. So, yeah, I um, oh, we don't sort of often have a post of the week, but I thought this week we had a clear best post of the week, which was in the um Brad Gould out fat suckling in thread started by Goo. So in this thread, Boss comes along and says account. <laughs> Creation needs to start incorporating capture so vermin like you are too stupid <laughs> to register. He tags Chief in and says, Chief, make it happen. And then Chief comes along very next post and lays down a brilliant smackdown and says, how would you get on? <laughs> and I thought, perfectly timed, brilliantly executed. That is post of the week for me. Some Chief goo. There is a thing on the mods board where you can actually check the most liked posts for the week. And I usually do it just to, when I give the MVP votes. And I go, oh, there's one from Chief here on the bay. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I found out about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, ultimate Bosk Smackdown. But yeah, Ugak or Mofra? I've spoken. Ugak. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, it's unanimous. Blog of the week. Uh, can I vote D9? Has <laughs> <laughs> he been on? He had, a, he had a thread move to the bay today. It started on the main board, blaming the umpires. Well, it went from the main board, then to the umpires conspiracy board, and then it came back to... I think Ant moved it to the bay. Yeah, he did. <laughs> on a nominate Jack Attack, who's been incredibly shitful this week. He has, yes. He's been full of shit. Mm. But yeah, Soggy also had a pretty shit week again. But any anyone else? D9? Jack Attack. Oh, you got to oh, love D9. I mean, let, you've got to go with him every time. <laughs> Legend's let, let, let always a flog. But has he mm. has he got one? A he hasn't got one week? yet, but I don't think he's been on this week. Yeah, he's been around. Know. Stupid flog. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't found any posts of his to DV this week, so I is guess it, I've noticed him. He's just sort of consistently a bad poster, but not really one that sort of makes you stand up and go, whoa, like sort of we had a couple of weeks ago with... Um, this year. Yeah. He's just annoying. He's he's nothing. Yeah. Noise. He, he's but, he's yeah. like Atley, basically. He is. <laughs> but who do we want for this? Dying off. <laughs> can we can we give it to D nine even though he didn't actually post on the base? Yes, we, like, yeah, we can. We can give it to D nine. It can be anywhere. It can be anyone. We should. Or we can give it. Well, we can give it to Joe Watson who melted hard on that Essendon thread after the court case. 
He was the one who said sleep with the eye open through the Supreme Court. Ryan's too. Oh, oh Ryan. And... <laughs> Fish are dancing. Do, do we want to give it to one of them or D9 or... D9's a closest. D9. Yeah, go with D9. Yeah. D9. All right. D9's vlog of the week. And last week's poll, what happened to Teach? Uh, 6.7% said Roy Lyon got him. 23.3% said bandwagon injuries put him in hospital. 33.3% uh, said he jumped a train to West Horsham. But the winner, with 36.7%, said Jack Watts found him passed out in the new shithole stadium toilet. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Let's... Well, he was him. there, but he was rescuing me. Kind of. Passively st trying to help you out. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> You'll kill him. Stop it. <laughs> there is only one thing left to talk about. Um, anyway, it's the big game. It's the th And uh, disappointingly, it's the third straight grand final with non-Victorian teams playing. Stop. Um, yeah, disappointing. But, Could have had it all Tassie grand final, but that wasn't yeah. great. But who do who do we think's going to win? Who's going to win the Norm Smith? Who's going to win the Leon Davis medal? Oh, I don't care about the Norm Smith. I only care about the Leon Davis medal. Well, mm. if um, Cyril's in, he's a Monty Certainty, for the yeah. He's a Monty for the Leon. He'd be a raging favourite. Yep. What if what if he comes in and is the sub? Can yeah, I to, think yeah. Could you get Leon to a guy? You can't. No, no, no. If he if he can't give it to a sub. No, you. No, I can give it to no, her the fuck I like. Is the sub? You can because the yeah, sub could you, play bitch. from the second okay, quarter. Bombers. Well, the sub let's say that the player quarter. has to play at least three quarters of football. What if he goes statless for a quarter like Burberry did? Nah, one quarter of football cost them the game last time he was in. Let's face it: if Rioli is fucking fully fit, one quarter of Rioli is better than four quarters from any other player in the league. If, if, oh. Oh. Shut up, shit. Um, if Rioli, Rioli is probably the only player who could play the grand final, get injured and win this medal without it being injury trolling because he's gone in under the cloud and all that. Exactly. Um, he's the only one. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm gonna, so he can win it as the sub, rest assured. I'm going to so, uh, come out and say that I don't think he will play. I think I will, if I were in the situation, I wouldn't take the risk with him. I wouldn't play him. Uh, back the team that got the job done against Port and Geelong. Back them in and leave Rioli out. It's a big call, but that's what I would do. So, who's your tip All right, for... give us your three. Yeah, give us your three. So, my tip for the game is uh, Hawthorne. I think they'll do it quite easily. Maybe 95 points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isaac Smith will get the Norm Smith. Uh, 25 goals and three disposals from the wing, I think, will seal it. And um, Lewis Jetta for the worst on ground. Well, Hawthorne tough, very, very, very tough game. Obviously, I have to, have to go with Hawthorne. Seven points. Uh, although I'm not, although very, uh, not very confident about it, but I'll go seven points. Uh, Norm Smith, I actually go Ben McGlynn. He'll have a good game at forward, I think. He'll probably could get like four goals, 20 possessions, but it won't be enough. And uh, for Lewis Shedder, it's a, not Lewis Shedder, the Leon Davis medal, I'll go with, yeah, Lewis Shedder, why not? I'll go next. I think Hawthorne will win by uh, two goals and that Le uh, Cyril Rioli won't win the Leon Davis medal because he will not play. If he does, Hawthorne will not win. But um, Norm Smith medal, I'm going to go with Jared Ruffhead to be the 
difference probably with four goals and the Leon Davis medal to go to the other guy at the other end who does stuff all for the game will be Kurt Tippett. All right, I'll go next. Hawks by 19 points. Jordan Lewis for the um, uh, for the Norm Smith and Kurt Tippett for the Leon Davis. All right, I think it's my turn. Um, Sydney by six to seven goals. Norm Smith, I'm going to go Jack Attack. <laughs> uh, oh, you set the fire amongst the reeds there. <laughs> um, yeah, if Cyril plays, he's got the knee on. If not, I'm going to say Bruce. Uh, I'm going to tip Hawthorne by three goals. Norm Smith medalist, I think, will be uh, Jack Dunstan. And the Leon Davis medal winner will be Heath Shaw. No, Ooh, not Heath. You mean his brother? Reece. No, Reese Shaw, not Heath. Ooh, big call there. And how do how do we think the entertainment will go? How do how do we think Tom and Ed will go? Fucking hopeless, as you. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Lionel Richie. Well, the thing is with um, uh, what's his what's his name? Tom Jones. Which one? Which one? Yeah, there's two yeah, of them, man. What's it, Tom Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's had a few lead-up shows, and I think he's going all right which wasn't the case for Meatloaf. He just sort of tried to wing it, and it just sounded like Meatloaf. Meatloaf is fucking awful. <laughs> Apparently, Rob, Robbie Williams uh, turned down a million dollars. wasn't enough for three songs, so go figure. Oh, well, there you go. Anyway, so, yeah, this was the Flogcast for the grand final. Fifey joined by Penal. See ya. Go Hawks. Ant. See ya. Dane. See ya. Network nerd. Go Hawks. Uh, see you guys. And the teach. Good night. Choo choo. Get on the train. Get on the goo train. Yes, I'm <laughs> on the goo train for this week and everyone else should be.